here is singer-songwriter, broadcaster, audio-video artist, entertainment agent, and your host for the Dharmic Evolution. It's the master storyteller himself, James Kevin O'Connor. Hey, welcome back to the Dharmic Evolution. Thankfully, you guys are here with me today. I love it. Love having you here. A couple of things before we get into the artist of the day. I want to just remind you that the um, Spotify, Dharmic Rising Stars Spotify playlists are out there. And if you've been a guest on this show, you are entitled to occupy one of those playlists. So if you're not on there, let me know which of your songs you would like to have placed on there. And we'd be happy to do that for you. Also, my book is out, The Seven Steps to Mental Freedom. Anyone who is depressed, suffering from depression, anxiety, uh, anything like that, you can um, just access that and find out what it's all about. Either it's in the show notes or just simply go to, type in the number seven, stepstomentalfreedom.com. That's seven steps to mentalfreedom.com. And uh, make a difference in not only your own life, but somebody close to you who needs this kind of information. And as always, you can go over to dharmicevolution.com and you can sign up for your favorite platform so you can get this podcast every time it's released immediately sent to your phone. My guest today is here for the second, I believe it's actually the third time, and she is a hard-working artist out of the Philadelphia area, Southern Jersey area, and she just signed a deal with Sony Orchard and has a brand new single out called The Lust In Between. Get ready, strap up your seatbelts, because we're taking a ride today on the Dharmic Evolution from the Music City all the way up to the city of brotherly love, Philadelphia, to hang out with Laura Cheadle. So how you doing? It's good to see you again. Yeah, I'm doing good. You? Um, been busy. Very happy to be busy again. So that's all I can say. I see that your um, I see that your schedule is just yeah. rocking and rolling. All the things that I see you posting and all the things that you're working on. So uh, I want to get into that. And also, we're celebrating your new single, "The Lust in Between," at the same time. And you've got a guitar sponsorship. You've got uh, gigs coming out. You know, going all over the place. So where do we start with Laura Cheadle today? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, there's a million things. We but no, uh, yeah, I, I signed a recent deal um, in August. So kind of recent to me with uh, Sony Orchard. So they're distributing all my new music. So this is very exciting uh, platform for me now. It's like a leg up. So it's really exciting for me. Congratulations. That is really awesome um, and well-deserved and um, as I've said before on this show, you're probably one of the hardest working young ladies in showbiz, um, just always out there crushing it and working it and just whatever it is, podcast, showing up, doing gigs nonstop. I see you're playing around a lot. So uh, the work ethic is definitely uh, something you can teach a lot of uh, other folks about for sure. I think you really have to be super passionate about to, to be in the music industry. And I always tell people, I'm like, you, there's nothing that is the same or consistent. So I, but I thrive on that because I'm a Pisces Zodiac. I'm a daydreamer. I hate monotony. So it's fun for me to always do something like this. And you're always a, something different. And you're also a pissy, a, a hippie who loves peace and love. 
<laughs> yeah. Cool. I, I love this shirt. Music. It's that's so Woodstock. <laughs> what does it say? Yeah. Music instead of people. Oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's so Woodstock. It's so cool looking. <laughs> yeah. So so this is this is great news. Um, I always like the fact that you love the hippie thing, you know, and you live like a hippie and, and you're still in Philly, right? Yeah. It's funny. Cause my parents are still a little young to be hippies, but they kind of had like the end of that era and uh, they're 60 years old, but I just grew up with that mindset and I always say modern day hippie, you know, without all the drugs and the yeah. craziness, which looked, looked fun. Though. Right. Um, but I love that more about, uh, more about a way of life and peace and love and and meditation which i'm into spirituality and not taking yourself too seriously yeah i mean because people get so down and they're in the same there i always see people all the time this will never happen for me this will i'm like you know why it's never gonna happen because you keep saying it's never gonna happen yeah exactly so i kind of think of it yeah yeah it's almost like you know you're you're programming your mind to to do to set yourself up for failure when you do that you know which is just awful, awful. Yeah. yeah um and you're right about yeah. the the drug thing because uh you know i probably i was just a little too young for the woodstock thing you know but um i lived through that thing and in high school and, and the drugs uh were over it sort of overshadowed all of the other good things and fortunately for right. me, I, I never got into, um, you know, I had some reefer and stuff like that. I loved my beer and things. But I was in yeah. studios as a youngster where there, I went to L.A. as a very young man. I was, think I was 23. I got flown out there for a project based on my music. And I remember I was living, I was staying with the producers up in Laurel Canyon. And we'd go into the studio and work all night. And, you know, back then we'd do like 18 to 24 hour sessions, just keep going. And they had like piles of cocaine on the table and all they could, they could not understand how this young 23 year old, you know, who was like so into music and rock and roll and everything would not touch drugs. And it was, it was a lot of pressure. I mean, it was like, you know, everybody was doing it and I just was never... Like I always protected my music. It's like this is what I'm here for, man. Yeah. I'm here to work, and I'm here to create things, you know. So, um, so yeah. I, you know, I think that I think that if you're if you're blessed enough to have that, that you know, it's really it is a blessing to, to have that to kind of preserve your ability to to do music and and not let anything mess with it, you know. And I see that you do that and you live that way, which is just oh, fabulous, yeah. you know. There's enough other good I things. Think my mom ever- my mom always said, keep your mind clear. That was the best thing she ever said. Because my biggest fear in life is to be out of control of my mind. That just freaks me out to the point of, so I love that because I'm focused. And that's why you see me doing all these things because I keep myself focused. And yeah. Yeah. And like you said, you know. I mean, be- I like a glass of wine here. Oh, yes. <laughs> you can't be without wine. Yeah. But like to yeah. your point about being busy is uh, it's it's so much healthier to be that way than just, you know, hanging around waiting for the phone to ring or to get an email. It's like, just go out and, and take it. And as a matter of fact, um, I alluded to that about you in our show that's coming out tomorrow, actually. So I'll, you'll have to send you the link so you can check that out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the new track is The Lust in Between. And I think we're going to play that right off the bat here and let people know what 
Laura's up too lately. Here it is. production great song um and what possessed you <laughs> just I, you know the whole thing the content the groove how did the how did the song come to you because it's really really good it's got just such a you know it's like i love the vibe and the groove to it well um 
when I signed with Sony Orchard, they put me in the R and B division. So I got that in my head because you know I'm always all over the place. Um, and I love that because I love R and B. But I was in an eight year relationship that I got out of, and um, which was really terrible for me. So I wanted to write a song that was showcasing the end of that, and then literally the time period between it. So this song, I feel like it runs the gamut on the end of a relationship that was terrible for you. And then that in between time. And then we kind of mixed genres on this. My dad produced it, co-wrote the lyrics with a really good friend named Steven Caban. And this was really organic. We just knocked it out of the park. I came up with the title first and I never do that. I was like, the lust in between just came into my head. So it's actually, it's all true. Everything's from my life. And uh, it's really, it's a fun little groove. It's, it's great. And uh, I, I kind of, you know, I'm getting to know your dad through your music. Like, you know, oh, yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I can, you know, I can, I know his fingerprints on the production and things. And, and of course his keyboard sounds and everything. So another great, um, a great accomplishment. And is it still, you guys are still going out as the family band? They're supporting your brother still playing guitar? Yeah, awesome. but we call it just large people now. But right. Yeah, it's still them. Right. My dad and my brother, and we work with a couple different dr- drummers. You know, we interchange them, and uh, yeah. yeah, it's always it's always great. Excellent, excellent. So, um, tell me about when did the whole gig thing start to open up for you, time wise? Because I'm delighted to see it happening to so many artists um, who have become friends, such as yourself, who I've watched you had had to suffer through this this time of, you know, taking Ooh. time off. And it was just brutal for so many because not only were people not going to the studio much, I mean, they were working in their homes, of course, but but not having, you know, a stage to, to work out on. Um, it's like somebody who's an athlete who can't go to the gym. Gym or something, yeah, it, it was brutal. I mean, I did a lot of live streams, which I now know how to do really well but um yeah, yeah I, I got into a lot of tv and film work so i started singing i have a studio set up a private one too not just my dad's studio so i've started doing a lot of that virtually where they just take control the producers take control of my computer and i just sing so I've, i did a lot of that over covid too which was kind of cool yeah and i've seen you laura doing uh and i, and I want to follow up with with the gig thing some more but i've seen you um playing various instruments, sitting on a drum kit, doing all kinds of things. Um, your favorite instrument is guitar, your go-to? I think I'm the best at guitar, but I love playing the drums. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got that. I love drumming. <laughs> That's like, I always jump up for at least one during the set. Uh, but yeah, guitar is where I write everything, and it's the most natural for me. But I actually play guitar more rhythmically, kind of like a drummer how I play it. Yeah. So it's kind of funny. I love the drums. I know. Isn't that, it's a physical release, right? It's like, um, you know, you're working yeah. out and j- enjoying music all at the same time. Yeah. Awesome. And, uh, and as far as acoustic guitar, you know, I've always said that what you just stated is, um, the acoustic guitar is such a fabulous instrument to, to write on because it has everything. It has a rhythm section. It has drums. It has melody. It's got everything, you know. And for those of us who, um, you know, I finger style and, you know, I tap and use the body of the guitar and usually set up, maybe set up a little drum thing sometimes depending on what I'm working on. But it has all that imaginative pieces in it, you know. So it's really like having the whole band there. <laughs> Yeah. 
I mean, and I'll it's not flip it over and play. Yeah, play it on the back, play play drums, you know, like a set of congas or something. But uh, <laughs> but you know, when you um, obviously when you bring a, a track to a whole band, you know, most of that goes away because now you have the real band there. But just for inspiring imagination, I think there's no better tool to use, you know. So tell yeah. me, what is um what is your uh, days like these days? Are you still doing? You're obviously doing podcasts. Um, now that you've you're with um, Sony Orchard, um, has that changed your your daily life much? Like as far as all the things you do, writing schedule, going to appearances, how has that um, impacted your day to day life? Well, we're still kind of in a COVID era, so it isn't as crazy as it could be. But uh, yeah, I do a lot of in studio radio thing TV now, which is great. Yeah, we're allowed in the studio. In Philly, they like they'll lift the the mandate will put it down so it's that's been crazy now there's no more masks but there was a week ago so you know it's, i so it's kind of hard to predict with all that but uh, yeah i mean luckily sony orchard and my management so bold entertainment they let me do everything in-house with my own music as i'm very strong and willed about doing my own music um so they've been amazing and they love what i'm coming up with that's awesome so so are you going to one of their studios or can you work like at your own place and just, you know, feed what you are all my own. What's yeah. that? Do it all myself at my own place. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Keep those controls off. You're like the Elon Musk of Philadelphia, you know? Uh-uh. <laughs> Twitter. Yeah. I don't even like Twitter, so I don't, no. Twitter, so I don't even know what that's about. I know. We... Uh, I mean, we're on like all the platforms. I never go on Twitter. I mean, I you know this stuff. Gets... No, I start Yeah, yeah. I think, but I think, don't you think it's more? Um, it it it's a better strategy to just focus on one or two. I mean, to try to be on everything is kind of nutty, you know. Because um, certain things I just don't jive with, and Twitter has never been something that I really really got. You oh. know. There. most musicians don't get twitter it's kind of funny we're like what yeah yeah, yeah. instagram so, is the is the holy grail for musicians like every one of them that i've spoken yeah. to is like that that's my place so have you done have you been able to do any traveling um like outside of music have you been able to do anything like um socially or personally to go do any kind of traveling these days have you been anywhere I just got back from Mexico, like in what? I go to Mexico in March. My tan's gone now, sadly, but I was oh. in uh, Tulum. That was that was for fun. It was beautiful there. Mexico's awesome. I've been. I think I've been like three times, and every time it was the people treat you really nice, and it's just a it's just a great place, you know. Yeah, I have, have a really yeah. good time. Went to the Hard Rock. Um, I actually brought my son down with me one time, and they had. Uh, um, these bands playing like like right on the coast, like right on the ocean there, and it just went like oh, yeah. all night, all night long. Yeah, it was re really really fun. There's so a million there, I was like, wow. So I want to um, I want to also pull up this. I just want to let people know about what you're doing in your schedule, and if it's okay with you, I'm, I pull up your page here. And I want to tell them where you're playing because this is really cool. For any of you folks who are um, in the United States and especially in the Northeast, um, these gigs that Laura is doing, 
these are mostly May and June. Uh, actually, it's all summer. So on May 20th, Ladybug Music Festival in Wilmington, Delaware. Then we have um, 521 and 522 Montauk Music Festival. I love Montauk. I just, that's such a beautiful place. Montauk, New York. It's the most eastern place on the United States. Uh, if you ever look at a map, the furthest east you can go is Montauk, and it's gorgeous out there. You might run into Paul Simon. He lives out there. 520, what's that? Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah, he, yeah, the bunch of those guys, like you know, who have that kind of, who can write checks with a lot of zeros on the end, of it, live out there in Montauk. Um, and then we go to May twenty seventh, Jamie's House of Music in Lansdowne, Pennsylvania, on June fourth, the Wonder Bar, Asbury Park, New Jersey, June eighteenth, um, the the Lidditz Shirt Factory. Did I say that right, Lidditz? I'm actually not sure, but probably. Yeah, it's spelled that way. It's L-I-T-I-T-Z. So at Lidditz, Pennsylvania. And then June 24th, The Twisted Tale in Philly. On August 5th, Lizzie D. Boutique First Festival um, in Easton, Maryland. I think it's Maryland. And then on August 6th, the Elephant Talk Musical Festival in Mays Landing, New Jersey. I've heard a lot about that. So, wow, you got a nice packed schedule for the summer how exciting is that that's awesome that's why i'm taking july off to record uh more of my album so that's why i'm leaving july open but i have a lot going on this summer yeah so i'm excited everything came to me too which is beautiful nice manifestation so when you say it came to you like um the gigs did people just send you invites to appear on the schedule is how great is that yeah. <laughs> No shoe leather, Laura. Yeah, this is all a result of uh, all my hard work. <laughs> well, that's what it is. It It is shoe leather, but it was stuff you did like last year and the year before and the year before and the year before. It's like, you know, it it catches up with you that um, all of those efforts don't go unrewarded, you know, which is so nice and, you know, put in that time. So what's the number one thing, if you were to advise like a younger artist coming up um, and they said to you, what should I do, Laura? Like what's the number one piece of advice you would give them um, on this being a musical personality and getting out there and, and playing? What would you say to them? Get off the screen and go in person and meet people. That's what I have to tell everybody because everyone thinks they can do everything from you know it's not COVID anymore well I, a little bit mostly not and go out and meet people i mean people i've met even five years ago now reach out like hey remember that i'm gonna play this and this and just meet people that's and also work on your music don't just you know really work on the sound of who you are as an artist and i network 24 7 that's what i do and it's great i love meeting people and then it leads to something else it could be from 10 years ago that pays off but everyone stays behind the screen, I see. I'm like, no, go in person, meet people. I know you, um, that's one of the things that always struck me about you when I first met you. You make yourself available. And a lot of people, um, you know, they hide behind the curtain. You know, they think they're the Wizard of Oz or something. And and that doesn't, it doesn't take you too far, you know. You have to be willing wow. to pick up the phone to get on and uh and, uh, you know, talk to people 
um, converse with them if you have to over the internet or whatever you need to do, but really make yourself available. And that's a hallmark of people I think are most successful that I see, you know, somebody just looking from my vantage point to say, you know, why is this artist more successful? And it's about what you just described. So kudos for you, uh, to you for that, that advice. Hey, let's play, um, uh, you keep playing. You keep playing with my mind. You keep playing with my mind. You say you love me, then you hate me. You say you love me. So dirty. Say you love me, then you hate me. All love is turning. You keep playing with my mind. Can't you give me some of your time? I've invested all my life. one is really good one too another groove i love the way you set up your grooves they just you know you are the you're turning into the r&b girl man <laughs> i always have been you know, but uh yeah yeah that's what's very natural for me i, I hate 
being in a box, number one, but uh, I've always had soul. So anything that has soul behind it, I'm, I'm for. Now, do you feel like you got some of that or a lot of that influence from your dad? Because he seems to have that, you know, I hear in his playing. He's oh, just yeah. like rock solid, the old Philly sound, you know? Yeah, I grew up with Stevie Wonder. and Re My favorite singer of all time was Aretha Franklin. That's I I get the chills when I listen to Aretha Franklin. And I love soul music, always have. So, and my voice lends itself to that. So it works really well. So tell me about when you're doing like production, um, what is it like when you guys are collaborating together? I mean, especially with your dad, is it just, does it usually fall together like effortlessly or is sometimes it's just like a real push to get, to get what you're after? Usually this whole album has been effortless. Um, sometimes we'll just start building an idea together, but other times like you keep playing, and I wrote that entire song start to finish in one. I just clicked record on my phone and I wrote the whole song because I was feeling every emotion. This whole album is all of my emotions over the past two years. So just came from the universe. It's all flying out. It's flying out really effortlessly. And, you know, before COVID, I hadn't written like four years. So it's all been flying out. Four years, but she is back. Yeah. So sorry, but the uh, we had some challenges with the uh, technology, which happens every once in a while. So we got cut off at the end there. But Laura expresses her thanks to all of you folks who support her. And as a little treat, I want to play um, a third song for her. And this was really cool. She did an animated video not too long ago. And um, if you go to DE176 on the DharmicEvolution.com website, there's a search bar at the top with an arrow. Just type in DE176 and you can listen to our entire interview um, and in which Laura um, was showcasing her brand new video Re Reverberate, which is not that old right now. So uh, it's my pleasure to introduce that to you right now. Here's Reverberate. <laughs> Swiftly sedated 
Gotta check out this video. Very, very cool video. Animated all the way. Um, really love that and really want to thank Laura so much for being such a good friend to the Dharmic Evolution um, all through these last, I guess we met about five years ago maybe now. Um, and uh, she has, it's just been a pleasure to watch Laura's career blossom. So um, check out all the show notes. Everything Laura Cheadle is in the show notes. You can go to lauracheadle.com, and uh, she's pretty much the most ubiquitous artist out there right now. So check it out and support her. That's a wrap for me today. I'm your host for the Dharmic Evolution, James Kevin O'Connor. So until the next time, when we meet again, I'll either see you on the socials or I'll see you from the stage. Ride on, ride on, baby, won't you take a ride with me? Ride on, ride on, we can untangle all the mystery. If wishes were windows, I'd open one and find That freedom is really a simple state of mind So ride on, ride on, baby, 
find the key Ride on, ride on We can unlock each other's destiny I taste the breeze of freedom It's tingling on my tongue You and I out on the road We'll stay Tangle all the mystery. 